0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Woo! I say, what's next? What's next? What's N-X-E-T? It's me, Warren to the motherfucking G. Flowing with my little homie Malik. Yes, everybody, will just tweak. Off the new style, I ease that we got. Yes, it's me, Warren G on the block. Pump, pump, block, glock. Let's just, let me just tick tock. It's me, Warren G, on the motherfucking rock and roll, Stroll, then stiff back to the rap. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. Uh, we're in the house on a Saturday,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: means it's feedback time. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, now that I've been on TV as an international <laughs> star of stage and and screen and cinema, uh it is definitely a different, different era for the blackout tips here. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's right, Karen. Uh, I was on, uh, a black show. Uh, one of the correspondents for their media segment where they cover different news stories.
0: That's the name of the show, a black show.
1: A black show. Yeah. Elon James White. I like that name working on TV. Uh, no, it, it came on free speech TV last night.
2: Yeah.
1: At 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. on the West Coast. Yep, I- and uh, people were shouting me out, and all the people from Twib were on there, and uh, it was crazy, man. So, that's right. I'm an international TV star now.
0: Yeah, I think. Celebrity
1: to the stars, <laughs> as they call me.
0: <laughs> and I think uh, Elon was saying that if you missed it, you can go back and watch it on iTunes. I think they got on like, that video part over there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still watch it. It's on iTunes On Demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, of course, go on his uh, uh, his twitter i think it's like at twib nation or something like that and at elon james and uh you know look at the videos and stuff i mean you know once you've really been to the top of the you know the chain when it comes to being famous uh it's very ah. you know it's very hard it's gonna be huffing in to calm you down man. yeah it's very hard to like you know adjust to what we call you guys non-famous that's what we <laughs> call you guys um it's very hard to adjust when you're talking back to the non-famous. Oh, but, uh, you know, Rod is going to stay the same. I just want everybody to know that Rod is going to be Rod's self,
0: I guess so. as he has
1: always been.
0: I'm a non-famous, so what, you went to 20-star <clears throat> Rod, I'm still 10-star Uh, Well, character.
1: I mean, as a non-famous, you know, I try to do charity. <laughs> uh, I try to do charity to the non-famous.
0: Thank you. Thank thank you for even actually, you know, taking the time mm-hmm. out of your busy schedule to do the show today. Well, I mean, even, you got so many other things to do.
1: Even my presence is a presence, you know, is what <laughs> I like to tell people. Uh, but this isn't about me. Today is about all the fans of this show the black guy tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Uh, just search the black guy tips and, uh, we'll come up and, uh, leave us five star reviews. We read them on the show. You can also do stuff like go to the website, the sign up to become a premium member. Believe it or not, we still do that. Um, and we still need people so yes continue to do. sign up man we get getting new people signing up all the time now and that is great yes it um, is. thank you for putting your money where your mouth is supporting black mm-hmm. media um you know I, I i would love for us to be uh that operation where it's like hey this is instead of me complaining about why tom jordan won't talk about blah 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 or why the fuck is steve harvey coming on this show for the 17th time and, uh, you know, instead of having those issues, you know, where Don Lemon speaking out f- for black people, I'd love for us to, you know, be one of the voices that gets support that shows that black people are not monolith and we all, you know, support our own. We put our money where our mouth is. Yes, sir. Um, you can also do stuff like vote in the polls, leave comments. We're going to read those. Uh, leave comments in your votes on the polls. Oh, it's very, a lot of very, goes very deep layers here, guys. Okay
2: all kinds of way to
1: give us feedback um uh matter of fact let's give a shout out to those who did take the time out to go to the site and donate mm-hmm. um those people are very important they are um first of all uh that's on the right hand column of the com. you can donate become a one-time donator recurring donator donate any amount you want so all, all the same to us we're not gonna we don't like give extra big shout outs like, oh, this motherfucker right here. Like it's Mm-mm. it's all the same, man. Yeah. Each one put in what you can, man. We yeah, appreciate you.
0: There's no amount that's too big <laughs> or too small. And we really we really mean that.
1: Marvin B donated. Yes. Marvin, Marvin B. B. Um we got a one time donation from Nicole M. She says, just a little something from Nicole, aka Queen Mel Mindy. Thanks for all you do. Smiley face. Well thank you, Nicole. Thank you. We appreciate you. Marvin B donated again. Recurring donation. Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. B, yes, Marvin B. Uh, B for Beals. Calandra C, she donated to the show. One time donation. Thank you. Um uh, Monica C, she donated to the show. Recurring donator. Harris T. Um uh, fuck. I always forget that dude. My bad dog. Uh, but uh <laughs> I was about to say Harris T that donated? donate it. Nah, nah. Uh, it's uh rock, rock. Thanks, man. Uh, Jennifer H., she donated to the show. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, Rovita J., she donated to the show. Thank you, Rovita. Mm Mm-hmm. Erica C., she donated. Thank you so much, Erica. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Bomani Jones, he donated to the show. Thank you. Uh, from Highly Questionable and Dan Levitas show fame. Mm Mm-hmm. Peter B., I believe he's new, uh, donated, recurring donated to the show.
0: Thank you, sweetie.
1: Olivia S., um, everybody knows her as Rad Film Lawyer. She donated to the show. Mm-hmm. Nicole S., one-time donation. Thank you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Look at all these people that gave money this week. I know.
0: Thank every one of you. Thank
1: you. M. Stevens, Recurring donation. Thank you. That's everybody just crazy. Um, you guys who will hook us up like that. We really appreciate it. Um like I said, man, it is what keeps us afloat, honestly.
0: Hey, really. If wasn't
1: for this, I'd be sucking dick for crack.
0: Oh lord.
1: Um okay, we also have comments on the site, we have reviews. Uh we have um <clears throat> a bunch of other stuff, emails, voicemails. Uh let's get to some of these, I guess. Um we can start with the reviews if that's okay with you. It is. Um now this time we actually got reviews from different uh countries. Mm-hmm. So, there may be a delay where I have to switch countries to like look up different reviews on iTunes, but uh we're gonna get through them all guys, so we thank you will. let's start off with um this one uh from top cat o six eight two oh one nice five stars, and the message is y'all nice thank you oh thank you
0: See? we try to
1: be nice, you know it
0: don't have to be long
1: y'all, just straight mm-hmm. to the point thank we you we try sweetie. to be nice people um you know it takes a lot to be nice sometimes a lot of people underrated
0: yes they do but
1: uh you know i don't want to get up here and just be an asshole anyone could do that five more stars by tippy award winner l brothers (laughs) that is his real name on on, uh, itunes yes this review is to pay homage to Roddy Cam for the great podcast they put out each week it also is to give them credit they deserve for the give up, give us five stars or we'll read your review regardless of content policy that many people, including myself over the look and look over at the look and listen podcast are now using. For those who don't already know, it was them who started that. It was a great idea and it's gotten them highly rated. That's something we all want for our show. So thank you, Ryder and Karen, for giving us a way to do that. I'm already for now. Keep doing your thing. We will thank you yeah I, it is amazing how many people have adopted that policy you can mm-hmm. even hear the wheels turning in guest's head when it's the first time they hear it yep i'm like yeah leave us a five-star review or fuck you and then they're like hmm that, that's
0: your... i have been
1: told my whole life to accept any response yes like nah you can diss the show it's not like we're telling people leave us a five-star review but then like don't tell me nothing bad about it. if you mm. really think the show fucking sucks that's cool. I'm just asking for a trade off. Give me five stars and then tell me you fucking hate me.
0: That's fine, me. Mean. As long as we got five stars. That's yeah, all we I both care get about.
1: something out of it. You know what you just really want to be an asshole that bad that you just like I just I refuse I don't even want them to read what I have to say. I just want to be mean. Like, come on, leave me five stars. I'll read it on the air Everybody can and area grievances. Yeah, you know? it's, it's
0: a win win as far as I'm
1: concerned. Yeah. Like you're laughing with your friends, five stars from Tola, uh Tola for Three three. I hope I pronounced that right. I love this podcast for making my workday go by that much quicker. And while I listen, it's like I'm laughing and joking with my friends. Well, you have some fucked up friends. I'll tell you that. But <laughs> well, thank you so much, Gladiator in Harlem. Right? Why have I just found out about you, Rod and Karen? Question mark exclamation point question mark Five stars. <laughs> I first saw Rod when watching the Scandal podcast with Jaha Knight. I was immediately struck by Rod's sense of humor and heard about his podcast show. I looked it up, listened, and when I heard his partner, Karen, join in with him, it felt like I was home. <laughs> Rod, your segment about your love for black women touched me deeply. Thank you, Karen. Your rant about when your internet service was shut off had me scream laughing.
0: i you liked it. It
1: was so honest, real, and hella funny. You remind me of my own relatives in the NC, and I smile and find it comforting when I hear you speak. I love how big your heart always shines through your words. You and Rod make a great team. Premium subscription on deck coming soon. You guys are so worth it. Thank, Thank you, you. We sweetie. appreciate it, Gladiator in Harlem.
0: We do. Yeah, Rod be grinding and spreading his wings. I'm, I'm so <laughs> proud of him because I'm normally the one that's like constantly reaching out. I done slowed down a little bit, but, you know, Rod is uh, branching out. I know he does the Scandal uh, podcast with them over there, and uh, y'all sound like y'all really be having a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it is fun. Now, now, don't judge her, Gladiator Harlem. She don't watch Handle, okay? So, no, I'm
0: so I you know, know I'm a black woman. I, I break all the stereotypes. I tried to, I try
1: to get her into it. I don't know why she can't understand the
0: <laughs> the love, the
1: joy and pain of Fitz and Olivia. But um,
0: I, I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. But I tell you one thing: you will, you will not uh, be badgering black women that do love it. I tell mm. you that much. I'll come after you, even though I don't watch it. I'll be like, leave them black women alone.
1: Yeah. So, um, but thank you so much for writing in. And, um, yeah, we we'll appreciate you if, uh, you managed to go premium or not. Either way, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Great show. Five stars by Game EX Fun. All right. Love the show. Found the show listening to the Evening Jones, but sorry, Bo doesn't practice what he preaches. Oh, oh man. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: about get, it's are we, about to get
1: ugly. Ain't it? <laughs> are we really about to get a Twitter response? This, sound, this this does sound like Bo. a Twitter
0: response. We're
1: gonna get. Uh, I'm going to tweet this. Hold on.
0: I <laughs> uh, was like about to. Bo, Bo not listening to me.
1: Feedback for at Bo <laughs> but I know you will. on TVGWT feedback show. What the fuck? There you go. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> How you going? Like I'm gonna text Bo. Hey Bo. Um. Someone, uh, was very upset about how you, uh, handled them on Twitter. And, uh, I just think you need to talk to them.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Sorry. <laughs> Love the show. Well, they their voices heard. Found the show, listen to the Evening Jones, but sorry, Bo doesn't practice what he preaches.
0: Oh, snap.
1: I asked him a question on Twitter and he blocked me. Well, first of all, that is exactly what Bo preaches. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you think Bo preaches. Bo preaches not dealing with any Form of nonsense and Aaron on the side of not dealing with nonsense. So yeah. if you even sound nonsensical, th- there's a high high percentage chance you're gonna get blocked because you gotta remember, man. These people get um like I don't know how many followers Bo is at, but it's a lot. And
0: yeah, you know I,
1: he gets sports opinions. He catches shit all, all fucking day from all levels of people. Yes. So it's like if you're gonna approach somebody like that, you can't be coy about it. You can't be uh, trying yeah. to trying to come off uh, condescending or, you know, put them on the defense. You need to approach them the same way you would approach somebody um, that you want to like you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, too, what people fail to realize is that for a lot of people, when it comes to sports, uh, people go to the – they jump off the um, mountains for sports. It's one of those things where they go to the extreme and you have to understand, especially him being on ESPN, ESPN2, Around the horn, and things like that. You have mm-hmm. people finding him. And a lot of these people aren't the best people. And a lot of them are very racist. So a lot of times, you know, pe- people might not see it. Or
1: not even just the racism. Uh, a lot of people are very stupid. Yes, they are. So you don't want to come off stupid or annoying to somebody because, like, he's going to block you, man. He, why? He don't have time for that. Um, all I wanted to know why, at, all I wanted to know was why as a black man, he would throw shade at Gary. Gary was the U S city was the only U S city population over a hundred thousand with 98% of the citizens are black. I know he can't say anything that would cost him money, but to say that's more of Gary Indiana speed is, I don't even know what he was referring to, um, is adding to the bad view of the city. I'm black and grew up in an all white community. Moving to Gary has taught me a lesson of image. I had to break my own mindset of the city because it's hard for black people to progress with all the roadblocks. If you looked at a map of the stores that bring tax money to a city, you would notice all the stores are placed around Gary. Some literary, some liter, literally as soon as you cross it to another city. I believe that people in Gary are so beat down that they start to buy into the bad image of the city and their selves. There are great people in Gary, the mayor, at Harvard law grad. Just a few years ago, a woman graduated top of the class in Notre Dame from Gary, and a lot of other hardworking Black people who cut the who cut the glass, grass, pay their taxes, and push their children for a higher education. P.S. Love when you two read stories and have to guess the race. Well, I mean, thank you. Now I will say, like, that was a very elegant thing you wrote about this population, of Gary. But you know, like, if Gary ever was on Guess the Race. Everybody yeah, gonna be, everybody gonna them be too. yeah, everybody yeah. be guessing black too, and there'll be racist stuff. Um, here's the thing though, um, that's Bo. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Like there, I would need way context more context to even know yeah. what you're talking about for one, but I mean, because he said that's more of Gary Indiana speed doesn't mean a negative. Just that could just mean it's more of a black thing or it could mean something specific about the city of Gary Indiana. I don't have, I have no idea what the gary indiana thing is referring to honestly man so and uh also you know um it's twitter man they they, people had a right to deal with whatever they want to in that timeline true it's a very simple equation you say something i don't feel like dealing with it block mute whatever i had to mute people this morning because of that uh donald Sterling shit people like well the black man need to stand up and i'm like you are a fucking egg Put your employer in your fucking neck. Anyway, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Or okay. Cause, uh, yeah, Don, Donald Sterling um, apparently um, got caught saying like his he, his gold digging girlfriend or wife, whatever the fuck, breaking up with him. She recorded him saying racist shit about black people, telling her not to bring black people to the games and all this stuff. Be seen in public with him, even Magic Johnson. And so people are like, why the players can't take a stand about this right now? And I'm like, you are a fucking egg on Twitter. What's your government name and who do you work for?
0: I know. That's why.
1: Because even at the NBA level, if you have a boss, it's still relative how much power you have compared to them. Not to mention, blaming black players for a their boss being a fucking racist is just about as racist as you can get you might work for a racist you might work for a homophobe yep you can't like you because they people were like quit boycott look, don't go to the playoff game i'm like That's <laughs> these great. are all ridiculous things they're gonna it'll tar your image more than it'll help yes it will. you know i know you're on twitter so there's no sacrifices and no consequences mm, saying this shit nope as a fucking egg or a person that goes by an alias or whatever but as a human and being, being. Most people are not doing that. That's like expecting gay people to quit playing, working at Chick-fil-A. Um, and somebody was like, well, they they well, they well got money. They got, they're got they well off. It's like, well, think about it this way. Um, they might have more money, but they also have more bills.
0: Ain't that the truth. The rent is
1: the rent on the 1st and the 15th or whatever the fuck on the 5th, no matter what. No so, what. So having these self-righteous attitudes on Twitter ain't helping nobody. And it's only anytime we're getting to the point where we're making... Anyone who doesn't speak out, a sellout part of the problem, a, a coon or whatever, then, then you're just as fucking destructive as the racism that Donald Sterling is out there pushing, in my opinion. So I don't want to hear that shit. If a player speaks out, I'll applaud him more, more, you know, more power to those people. But at the end of the day, I don't understand why the onus isn't on the fucking other owners. Donald Sterling represents them more than he represents any player yes he does he represents them more more than he represents any um you know any one like anything like would i hear the name donald stern and i think nba owner that's what i think now why the fuck uh a mark cuban hasn't started a movement to get this dude out of the fucking league or whatever i don't know why 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 aren't people looking towards michael jordan to do it you know and i don't want to hear because well it's li- it's not likely that they would do it it's not likely that a player will say shit, but you want that to happen, right? Yes, you do. So why the fuck can't you just move it up the totem pole and go, oh, here's the people that can, can actually start a process to get this dude out the fucking league? Because that's the only solution to something like this. A uh, owner is racist, and he's pretty much going to be able to operate with impunity regardless of what you guys think. Mm-hmm. If the players don't even show up for the fucking game, he's still going to own that team.
0: Yes, he is.
1: And that, it, it, as far fetched as that would be to me to, for players to not show up. But the fact that people are going to blame the players for getting dressed and showing up and playing the game on Sunday or whatever the fuck, it just seems so, it's so fucking wrong. And it's just another way to blame the victim in this case.
0: Of course. Look
1: at these owners. Look at the media. Like, why the fuck isn't, uh, like, you know what you won't hear? Before the game on ABC, you won't see a round table of just, uh bill simmons season ticket holder for the clippers uh magic johnson also in la uh and the person that was you know one of the people that is like hey don't bring this nigger to the game you will not see them and will bond and all those guys sit down for 30 minutes and go in on donald sterling go in on the league and ask Mm -hmm. what will be done because why it will fuck with their money it will fuck with espn and abc's money of course and it will fuck with the nba's money and that everyone has an incentive to not say shit. And it has gotten a pass. Donald, David, Stern, uh, David Stern, everybody's iron fisted dictator of the fucking NBA, has let this shit pass for literally decades. This is not a first for Donald Sterling. It is a openly known secret, quote unquote, that Donald Sterling is a racist. You know what I mean? It's open, like it, like people are acting like today is the day we're gonna it stop the it. the first day. I think it's just that Twitter like boldness and shit, but mm. it is so fucking annoying to see people blame black people for some shit that really they can't change
0: and can't control.
1: You know, it's it's like it's like blaming the girl who didn't get into Michigan for the fact that the they got they did away with affirmative action, or you know, it's just like you guys do realize that. This shit starts at a much higher level. And if you want to fix something like racism, it has to come from the top down. Even the movements of civil rights that people were quoting, which I really think is a little bit out of context here, but okay. Even in the movements for civil rights, the, 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 the people that protest, the people that, uh, boycotted and stuff like that, they had to do that in order to get the people at the top to pay attention so that they would change it. The change still came from the top. Yes, it did. You like it's not like like uh, essentially fans need to hurt the pockets of the people at the top. If you want to stop watching the NBA, if you want to stop going to games, if you want to stop buying their products, sporting these jerseys, um, I think that shit will matter. You know, with if the fans want to come to the game and wear like a certain color of solidarity to say like, hey, we're gonna wear all black to the games now as a blackout or something. To me, that speaks volumes. But if, like, just those 12 guys on the team, um, say they all wore black undershirts or something like that, while that would make people go, yeah, it won't change shit. And if the goal is to change shit, you have to get the people at the top, the other owners, to care enough to go, this guy's a fucking embarrassment he should go.
0: Yes. We can't
1: even get the Redskins owner to admit that the name of his team is fucking racist. Yes. You see the fucking, you see the commissioner of that team that that's what come out and support it that's how fucking deep and incestuous this world is so blaming i just don't want to be part of uh any crowd that is blaming more black people for what is being done to them it is it's reprehensible sorry um back to these reviews sorry (laughs) it it was on my mind all morning i was reading this shit and i was just like oh y'all what's wrong with y'all
3: Yeah, and and a lot of times
0: I think it's real easy for other people to tell you what to do with your money that comes out of your pocket and your bill's not getting paid when they don't have to deal with the consequences or the repercussions of those actions. And also it's one of those things where, like you said, most of the people on social media, it's real easy for you to post ignorant comments and attack uh, people that are the victims because if you really went after the quote-unquote owners – you know you put out this if you won't do this at your own job and a lot of people have dealt with a lot of shit in their own job they're nine to five where people actually know your government name and if you're not willing to do it there what make why are you so big and bad on social media we- I'm,
1: what i'm from the south come on now every day i end up vicariously supporting something that fucking disgust that is disgusted by me i know and so. i'm disgusted by their morals. that's just the fucking nature of it mm-hmm. You follow anybody's money long enough, you will find the point where you're like, that money right there is dirty as shit. Yes, but but I also live in a world where my
0: life can't stop functioning because of it. I right. can't shut shit down it because also, of it.
1: It's also funny because this information was all accessible except for this very latest thing, which somehow is a tipping point, which I have no idea how housing discrimination wasn't the t- tipping point for y'all. But okay, this is now your new tipping point. Magic Johnson can come to the game uh couldn't be seen with this dude's wife cool um if this is your tipping point and you let all this other shit go you do realize that all these other people knew about this shit this is the new news mm-hmm. so even the clippers players it's not like they're gonna be like what we work for a racist well i'll be damned like they <laughs> it, <laughs> it just seems like it's that twitter outrage thing where it's like it's it's cool to be outraged and let's promote some like uh, you know, some discord. Let's like get a protest going. Let's get a uh, petition started. And and then it's like, yeah, but if you're expecting Blake Griffin to walk out of the fucking locker room, uh, with a black power fist, uh, like Craig Hodges, mm, that, that. Craig Hodges, who got outsized out of the league. Yes, he Or did. you're accepting somebody to pray, uh, like the Muslim prayer style, like, uh, my man Chris Jackson tried to do. Uh, uh, also, also blackballed out the league. Yes, sir. Then you're, you're really pointing at the wrong, like, you're pointing at the wrong people to fix this. Cause it's, it's nothing to get a player out of the league. Like, even good players. It's not like Chris Jackson was whack. He was great. You know, he, I think it was Mahmoud Abdul Rahouf. He was the shit. And it was like, Mm-mm. And he He's wasn't even you. speaking out. It was just like, oh, he won't stand for the national anthem. he doing that Muslim prayer shit. He gotta fucking go. They didn't care. You know what I mean? I'm, at that point in time, he was a top 10 point guard. They didn't give a fuck. Like that, that is just simply when you're talking about who has the power in this situation, you're talking about a very small amount of power relative to the people that I think can fix this, which are owners. You know, like why, why won't you see the media asking the owners like, Hey, what do you think about this? You won't no, see it. No. It's not going to happen. No. It fucking pisses me off. And, uh, you know, not to mention, um, there's a black owner in there and you can't even fucking look at the black owner in the NBA to say shit because he don't even take pictures with niggas. And
0: he's said it. <laughs> like. He said it. I, y'all can buy my shoes and shit, but fuck that. I'm not snapping no pictures with you. Yeah. I guess. But, but, but my thing is this when it comes to that, not to get off subject. Yeah. Uh, that's racist too. But yet people mm-hmm. don't see that as racist.
1: Yeah. It's, but it's just funny, man. I, I, I mean, people let certain people off the hook cause it's like, well, those are white owners, so I don't expect them to care. Well, that's why they don't.
0: Yeah, because you don't have the expectations. You expect Chris Paul
1: to care somehow. You don't expect, uh, you don't expect, uh, Mark Cuban to care.
0: And, and, the, the, you know,
1: and I'm, I'm talking about beyond a fucking sound bite. I'm talking about, hey, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll, every time, uh, we have an owner's meeting, I'm going to propose that this motherfucker had to give his goddamn team up. You're never going to see that shit. I want to put it to a vote. This nigga needs to go. He is embarrassing us. He's racist. The shit is making the league look bad. It's making uh players uncomfortable. No one should have to work in these conditions. And instead, you're just going to get, why can't Chris Paul say something? Because Chris Paul, even if he says something, I hope, for the record, I now hope all the players say something so you guys can see how ineffective that shit is.
0: Oh, that oh. You
1: won't be talking about this in two months guaranteed you guys will drop it again why because it is an active action to put these uh to push this shit under the rug this is not this is not passive the nba is purposely being like don't look over here don't talk about this dude so you will not like this shit will not go beyond a couple of weeks tops when these motherfuckers out the playoffs is over true this story is done it's already fucking done i've we've been here before uh, Hey, uh, I know Mike Wilp, I know you the shit, man. I know you got, you from Chicago, reppin' all, love the NBA. Do not ask, uh, the commissioner about this shit. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we would just love for you to not ask. And, uh, if he gives you a bullshit answer to your question that, uh, is very dismissive and, uh, comes up, yeah, you just deal with it. What we really want to talk about is keeping niggas in school for an extra year in the NCAA because somehow oh, that's me, more important. Don't get me started on that so, bullshit. Yeah, it won't happen. Yeah. It won't happen. Um, anyway, uh, let me get <laughs> uh, let me get back to let me get back to. Uh, oh, Bo says in the chat. <laughs> FYI, I barely even know about this. Know what this is about. Sorry about this, Rod. They don't pay you enough to handle my complaints. (laughs) 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 No doubt, Bo. But, um, alright, let's get back to the feedback. Get back to the people that actually, uh, want to talk about this show. Uh, Miss A D says, love blackout tips, five stars. My best friend put me on the TBGWT podcast. And let me tell you, my workday hasn't been the same since. Lots of laughs and thought provoking discussions. Keep on coming, Rod and Karen. We will, Miss A D. Um, yeah. and I'm Glad we can improve your workday. Maybe you work for Donald Sterling and you need to get your mind off that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can play some guest to race. Let your with voice us. be heard. Technicolor, Technicolor TVs loves BGWT from Razzle Dazzle from the TC TVs. I recently just gotten into listening to podcasts because my friend asked me to help her with one. BGWT was recommended to me and I love it. (laughs) Hopefully you can check out ours and give us, give some beginners a few tips, Technicolor TVs. Thanks and keep up the good work. First of all, there's one good tip and you're already doing it is getting yourself a plug on this show. Mm -hmm. So people can go check out Technicolor TVs. Um, But uh, I probably won't give you any hints because I hate telling people um, what they should or shouldn't do with that show. Everybody shows their individual shit, baby. Like, go handle yours. Um, If you have some technical shit you need to know, I'm I'm here for you, but the format and all that shit, people want to hear different things, man, and I've, I've, there's shows I've listened to for five minutes and went, fuck this show. It's terrible. Oh yeah. And you look up at the rankings and iTunes and she, you're like, apparently people love this shit. Yeah, it's so don't, not for me. yeah, don't worry about us. Uh, MT2 asking Shabi from E, from ER Bizzle. Great episode with the young brother, Shabi. Uh, he is awesome. He spits some realness and you were really able to get it out of him, Rod. Excellent interview. Mr. Black from the five minutes away podcast. All right. Well, uh, apparently we found the uh, Shabby fan from Black Twitter.
0: Yes, we did. Um, And uh, not mm -hmm. to get off topic, but what happened? Like, I know you said he resurfaced again. I thought they left their brother
1: alone. Honestly, man, um, I don't know what the impetus was for the uh, newest Shabby resurfacing the other day. It was like a Thursday or something. And, uh, you know, we didn't do an episode on Easter. So the numbers, I like ending this the week on like that number 5, number 0. Like I love mm-hmm. that. So um I basically just put out a free episode of the interview with Sha B mm-hmm. to let people judge for themselves cuz honestly man, um I feel like that dude is over um he he he's overstated if you know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand why anyone takes the time to really go in on that guy cuz he's not as influential as I think people feel he, he is, Mm-mm. um, they he's give him way too person. much credit, mm-hmm. you know? And I, you know, I can't tell anybody how to spend their time, but like taking him down is probably one. It probably never happen Cause he's not going to actually address the things you guys are saying about him. Nope. Uh, as you can hear on the show, he, he was talking about how he loves that shit. Um, and he laughs at it and has a good time. So I, I just think people, um, waste a lot of time and a lot of keystrokes on that dude and i think when you hear that interview of him obviously in a public place using public wi-fi people walking in and out of the room um you know like you hear about his story how he used to be homeless and he has a you know kid he's been arrested uh like i, I think when you hear that you just go okay yeah i don't care and that's kind of where i was at It's was just like i i you know I, who, who can really have the time to care about this shit? Um, all right. So, um, and no, I don't know what he was saying. Cause I didn't even go to his timeline that day. Cause who gives a fuck? I it's know Shaw it's, B man, Ain't that the truth, it's, well, man, it's like people want to be hurt. Like this nigga is going to say something fucked up. Let me guess something fucked up. Oh, okay. Let me, did he say something bad about women again? No. Oh, wow. I'm amazing. Amazing. Um, um, uh, GGG says so entertaining five stars. This This review is from the UK united kingdom so we're reaching all over the globe people Mm -hmm. i'm i impatiently wait each episode i really appreciate the thoughtfulness and effort taken to produce this show a real highlight is karen's intermittent squawk you know you never know when it will happen i find it totally endearing and does not jar my nerves at all keep squawking karen (laughs) Uh, i don't know if we read this one anton s fight tv Listen to this all the way from London. This podcast is one of my fave things to listen to. Every episode is quality. And Karen absolutely kills me every time. Keep the good stuff going, guys. Smiley face.
0: Thank you. Well, you
1: know what? Um, I wasn't going to keep it going. But now I kind of feel like we have to, Karen. So uh, I guess we'll keep it going.
0: We will.
1: Um, and then we got one from, uh, what would you say, the other one's Japan, you yeah. think? Yes. Um, now to look through iTunes and see if I can remember what it's Japan's right, flag yeah, looked that like.
0: One. That right there with the red uh, dot.
1: thank God for anime. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I recognize that one. I recognized this shit right away. I was like, Asia? Oh, yeah. The big red dot. Um, <laughs> that shit and the 7 Up logo is, uh, what we're into here. Um, oh, yeah. So, all right, let's see what review we got from here. This is from Yuko soccer Boy. Yuko Saka Boy. Yoko, oh Yoko sucker boy, hope I pronounced that right. Um, I watched a lot of anime to try to get that. Uh, I'm addicted. Five stars, you guys are the best. The puns, the wit, and inflammatory remarks make my day. Carrying your um home is everything. It, to everything is the best. Mm, Lol. Keep up the good work, and I'll be joining premium soon. All the best. Rom in Japan. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. Oh, man, all the way from fucking Japan. Look mm-hmm. at this. Couple niggas in their spare bedroom.
0: I know. Getting comments from all over the world. And just to remind people, if you are outside of the 50 continent of the United States, I think Hawaii is included, uh, we get them. Canada, mm-hmm. Mexico, anywhere else, you got to let us know or else we don't know.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, man. So thank y'all. Uh, we also have some five-star reviews on Stitcher. Um, these, uh, these help the show out, move us up the charts. Uh, Mr. Westside, I love the show. Five stars. I just want to take a moment to comment about Steve Harvey's great turn as the host of Family Feud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, th-
0: I think that's a troll.
1: Yep, I think that was. Five star Mongo Slade says, pure greatness, filling your brain hole with stuff realness. Keep it up with stiff realness. Oh, that sounds sexual. <laughs> filling your brain hole with stiff, stiff- realness. Oh uh make it nasty i guess i guess so Starscream, five star screen five stars says what a great podcast five star rated for a five star show found this podcast or listening to the evening jones podcast keep up the great work uh that is true man every time i go on the evening jones we always get somebody that has apparently not heard the show yet yeah and uh we always get new listeners man yeah
0: we welcome both fans over here but just so y'all know we talk about sports and we talk about a lot of different things, but our show is completely different from Bo's show. Because a lot of times, they are like, I come over here, and it's a woman on the show. Y- y- yes, it
1: is. <laughs> well, you know, um, yeah, it is different formats. But uh, Bo's The Evening Jones is now, it's not really about sports. It's just about uh, whatever he wants to talk about for hours. That's so, true. So, uh, it, you know, I think if you vibe off that, you can definitely vibe off of this.
2: That's true, um, too.
1: Because you're looking for something a little outside of the norm. Um, uh uh so yeah i feel like this we we both all fit that demographic man mm-hmm. um five stars from view from couch relevant and irreverent rod and can hold it down the, through an impressively ambitious programming schedule with humor and pathos what
0: is pathos i have no idea is that
1: greek yogurt because oh, if if no. we hold it down with pathos let me tell you oh, it's delicious no.
0: It's very delicious. Put some,
1: cut up some fruit in there. i say,
0: how do you even crap
2: and spell
1: that? With a, P A T H O S. With a sharp eye for under, underrepresented opinions and those that should get a solid skewering. Any issue raised is discussed in rounded, rounded perspective, with rounded perspective, often supplemented by a rotating cast of top line guests. Also, the games is fun too. Keep, y'all keep doing you. We will keep doing us. Uh that's all the reviews for this week. So thank you uh for all the five star reviews, man. Uh it, it actually helps the show out. Um so, you know, like I said, even if you like think the show is fucking terrible, it helps us out if you leave a five star review and mm-hmm. go the show is fucking terrible. So I will take those. I right? sure will. Uh we had comments on the website. Um you know, you can go to the blackoutist.com. like I said, click on episode on the left side of each episode. It's like, "Hey, you want to leave a comment?" You click, yeah, um, just leave us a comment, man. Pretty simple shit. Pretty straightforward. Uh, we got a couple more nominations for this year's tippies coming up. Uh, 2003, uh, the 2014 tippies. You can nominate all throughout the year this year as opposed to waiting to the last second and trying to remember what episode this thing happened on and what minute mark. Now you can kind of do it without having to, uh, go back. Um, uh, best impression, Rod and Justin's impression of Ice JJ Fish. Singing the theme song, The Balls Deep, episode 48.
0: Yeah, that was a nice one. <laughs> Told you his name's like the Fish Shack.
1: <laughs> uh, and Marlena says, funny, that was Natasha P. Marlena says, funniest moment, 687, and Uncle Daddy production starts at 209.31. Karen explaining why it's better to get hit in the face with a hard-boiled egg than a raw egg. Ah. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand the physics of that. Um. I think Karen might want to reconsider her stance on that <laughs> physically. Uh, we had polls for the shows and uh, comments on the episodes. Episode 685, Let You Represent You. Uh, we talk, We ended up talking like about some stuff Pharrell said and all this stuff, but uh, pretty good feedback show. How are you doing was the poll. Uh, can't complain, not that anyone would listen. Got 33% of the vote. So most people say, hey, not bad. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. 25% of the people in our audience are doing great, Karen. Now, isn't this good news? We have a very happy audience. We do. I'm having a time, but thanks anyway. Also, 25% of the audience is having a the time. They're going through something, but thanks for asking. Oh. Uh 10% said terrible. I could really use someone to talk to about it. Where are you going? Because, you know, I left. <laughs> you know. So, 10% had are ter- doing terrible. And uh, 8% of people say none of your fucking business, how I'm doing. So uh, how rude of you guys. Okay, first of all, we just wanted to reach out to see how the audience What's is doing? doing. We made the poll all about you. And you going to cuss us out? Even how though, dare you? Yeah, just because I made it an option didn't mean you had to pick it. Think about it. Yeah. Uh, uh 686 uh episode was uh Fixing's uh we talked about the raid too and powdered alcohol and a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. uh the poll was a very simple one would you try powdered alcohol because mm-hmm. i want to try it nice. like i'm thinking of getting this recipe and making it myself i hope i don't blow myself up
0: no i don't i don't want none of that
1: well people been right sending me recipes for powdered alcohol and i think i got to do it i got to snort it
2: Mm-mm.
1: would you try powdered alcohol hell yeah buddy let's do this or oh, man are you crazy hell no it's a very close poll. People. I see it is. Hell yeah, buddy. Let's do this. 53% of the vote, man, you crazy. Hell no. 47% of the vote. That is very close. Derek Bates writes in. I have been in the sales profession since the nineties. Back in the day, you could go to lunch, throw a couple back and go back to work. Not the case these days. So yes, I would definitely love powdered crown Royal in the middle of the day. Between oh. dealing with rejection 85% of the time and your spouse who was complaining that you are not home enough, you need to drink. I hear you, Derek. Uh, um, you living that madman life. Yes, he is. Here's what I want to know. If I snort alcohol, can you smell it under my breath?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Cause I feel like that's the way to go. Straight yeah. to the bloodstream.
0: You probably get no odor from it. Like that's right. the whole point, but I don't want that. Do
1: you know why I pulled you over? I don't. And I ain't got no signs. That can help you find out why. Um, we got episode uh, 687, the Uncle Daddy production where we reviewed them thrones. Yes. Talked about, the, and
0: Justin. The,
1: talked about the very sad news that alcohol was not coming. It was not approved. Powdered alcohol was not on these streets. They was like, psych, we, we changed our bonds. Talked about the boondocks. The poll was actually about the boondocks. The boondocks returned and people literally an hour before the show aired, we're like, is the boondocks dead? It's dead to me. It's like, how <laughs> the fuck are you, re- how you reviewing the entire season of a show before it even comes out? And after one episode. So, um, uh, <clears throat> is the boondocks dead? Yes, it's a wrap. No, it's still the same as always. Or who cares? It's way too early to tell with the poll options. 11% believes it is a wrap. Boondocks is dead. 17% said, nah, still the same as always. And, 71% of people, and I feel like I'm in this group way too early to tell. How the fuck you know after one episode?
0: Yes, I gotta watch it.
1: 04 Soldier says you can't judge any series off of one episode a season. The first episode of season three was lame in my opinion, but finished very strong is one of my favorite seasons of the show. So give it a chance first. Yeah, give it a chance. That's a, that's a new Twitter, like, internet, social media age though, I think. It's just this idea of like, this didn't please me immediately. It is bad.
0: Or it didn't have the statistics or the numbers or it didn't come out
1: like yeah. blazing.
0: So a lot of people doing that with the gaming consoles, which I don't understand. The last gaming console systems were around 10 to 12 years and it ain't it been six months. People like, oh, this shit's going to be terrible. Um, they just sold them yesterday. You, you got you to gotta give right. shit
1: time. Uh, we got a, a comment on episode 688, Neighborhood Watch, uh, where we talked about the KKK um, starting a neighborhood watch. Jess Wood and Josh Homer from the Ratchet Hatcher were on the show. Mm-hmm. Kyle says, so my first kiss was on my neck. Does that mean I have AIDS? Why, yes, you do. According to, uh, because one of the things we talked about on the show was the eight absurd lessons that we teach kids about sex, even to this day. Mm-hmm. And one of them said kissing can give you AIDS. Also, the guy who punched the dog sounds like he listens to Odd Future and Danny Brown. Uh Aww. Well, I would be surprised if he did because he was a very old looking white dude. Have you ever been sexually harassed at work? Yes, no, or yes, but after I was a teen. We talked about teen harassment. Uh, a lot of teens get sexually harassed on the job. Uh, we shared a couple of our stories and talked with Jess and Josh about their experiences. Um uh, Yes, when I was a teen, 4% of the audience been sexually harassed at work when they were kids. I'm assuming uh most of these people did not work at McDonald's or what not? Because 65% no. They've never been sexually harassed at work. To which I gotta say, man, step Kudos your game up. You. Step your game up. I'll okay. Out. If they not out here sexually harassing you, you're doing something wrong.
0: Yes, you are.
1: Now, me personally, you know, I'm not saying I was the most handsome teen, but I was definitely getting my fair share of gentlemen callers. Yes, you mm-hmm. was. You, that gay dude. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want them. Uh, but he wanted you. You know, I wish I had been in the sixty five percent, but look, it is what it is, man. Sometimes you gotta tell him uh, uh older gentleman to get his fucking head off your leg before you kill him. Like that sometimes that's just a rite of passage. <laughs> just a rite of passage. Uh nope, sixty five percent. Uh yes, but after I was a teen, thirty percent of people get sexually harassed at work, but after they were teenagers, which I would think would happen less because it's like, oh, uh, she's an adult; she has some agency. She, or he or she, can report me to the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people you know, that
0: sexually harass don't give a fuck.
1: I guess not. Mm-hmm. I, I, that that I, that blows my mind. I thought it, the number for when you were a teen would be a lot higher. Even though I guess technically your teen years that you can work are probably only about three, Yeah,
0: because yeah, most uh, states don't allow you to work unless you're. Actually, full-fledged at 16. Some states allow uh, 14 and 15, but it's really restricted. And, right. and it's so much of a household that most jobs are like, fuck it. You can't be nothing but a cashier, so why even waste the time hiring you?
1: Yeah. Uh, black Rob in the chat say he got sexually harassed by a gay supervisor when he was 19. Well, why didn't you vote in the poll? Now I look like I'm alone. Thanks, <laughs> jerk. Uh, And Miss Crystal says, yay. Yeah, sexually harassing in they minds. I don't know what that means, but, uh, okay. I don't know if she's saying our audiences are sexually harassable or what?
0: They was dreaming about sexually harassing her. And episode,
1: episode 689 was just the interview with, uh, Shabby. Uh, the poll was very simple. Not a lot of people, by the way, this episode is one of my favorites now because so many people secretly listened to it and didn't want to talk about it.
0: Yes, they did. I had
1: to bring it up on Twitter to get people to be like, oh yeah, I listened to it and, uh, Here's my thoughts. And once that started, once that started, my whole timeline was full of people like, and I, and this thing about him. And I didn't know that. And you know, what? uh, when he said, this is what the title of his book means. I'm like, y'all obviously want to talk about this dude. Why y'all acting like y'all don't? Mm -hmm. If you'll spend all day in his mentions, the least you can do is be like, Hey, good interview. Or I appreciate (laughs) you putting that out. It was a good interview. You know? And, and and after I said something, a lot of people were like, that was a great interview i i like that you didn't like try to jump him or or Mm -hmm. harass him or the
0: purpose because
1: i I, you know a lot of people i think are upset with the dude and they were in their mind they don't want to see an interview they want to see interrogation yeah and i'm not gonna do that oh no uh i think a lot of people wanted to be like uh well don't be nice to the dude like fucking yell at him and cuss him out and Mm. you know like try to catch them in something. But it's like, to me, that's not a good interview. And if that's what you want to do, as I've talked about on the show, multiple times, we've covered other people's interview styles. If that's your plan, don't invite someone on your show. Nope. Cause I'm not here to see a fight. And honestly, uh, I can watch Jerry Springer for a fucking fight. What I do like to see is uh actual, like exchange of ideas. And more importantly, that person represent themselves so that at the end of the interview, I can go, I love and, or hate this person genuinely, because of the way they represent their views. Mm-hmm. You know? I think, to me, interviewers make it about them. It's just like, okay, so I got you on here, man. Hey, man, fuck you. First of all, now let me tell you why I said that. It's like, really? That's what you think a good interview is? And some people do,
0: and I don't. I I personally hate the got you shit. Like, to me... Uh, if you interview like that, I'm, I, first time I realized that's what's going on, I'm changing the channel because that's not an interview.
1: Yeah. I remember when Pierce Morgan, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a religious person at all, but I remember when Pierce Morgan had on, um, the Kirk, uh, what is that dude? Kirk name? Cameron. Kirk Cameron.
0: Mm-hmm. And Kirk
1: Cameron was giving his thoughts on religion and, uh, talking about why he doesn't believe in evolution or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then Pierce Morgan starts pulling out a banana and talking about, your hands got a wrap around banana so that's why you got a thumb and all this shit and then kind of getting like like dismissive of the guy And it's like did you think that's a good interview because it's just you it comes off like you're being condescending to this dude for not having the same belief system as you and for me it turns you into the bully of the interview yes it does it's like well don't why have the dude on a pick on them because you don't you just don't agree with them period I like I don't agree with a lot of stuff that Shabi believes, but I think it would be uh underhanded to invite him on a on show and then be like, I'm gonna be an asshole about it.
0: Yep, and I would never I I will never go on to a show if I know that's how you interview and you invite me right. on. I'm I'm telling you no, you're not inviting me on and if I do go on and it changes into that, I will disconnect. I don't have to be
1: here. And I think also some people have disliked dude for so long that me opening the show by being because i did research i don't just like run in there haphazardly i, I don't know why people
0: don't think so, you don't do research like, no just, nobody's ever
1: thought i didn't do research but i'm saying i do research a lot of interviews i don't think do research i think a lot true. of interviews are very bad a lot most of the interviews people see on tv are really just to promote something and that's it so it's like mm-hmm. so-and-so has a book coming out to get on the show so uh what's this book about uh, what's this, you know, what's this TV show about? Very what's this surface question? Like, it's just some, And then, you know, and then normally you're going to get the same questions, but people like to have that on their air. So it's like, can you tell the story that you told a hundred times before on a hundred different other shows to us? It's like, I, I don't want to ever do that interview. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that show. That's so, boring, I mean. you know, typically I don't have people on there just trying to promote something because it's like, I, then I don't care. Um, I mean, you can have something to promote, but if it was like, Hey, here's 20 minutes to talk about my album. I don't care that much. Like, I'd rather talk to you about how Lovely you learned how you learned to play your guitar, and when your father brought you your first guitar. What was that like? I'd rather ask you that shit than be like, you know, uh, so uh, the latest album. You think it's gonna be good? I'm like, hmm, whatever. So, um, you know, I think people are were weirded out by the fact that I'm like, yeah, what was it like to be homeless? What was it like, um, you know, to get arrested? What was it like, you know, trying to raise your son? What, you know, um. And, and, you know, we have and we actually have points in the conversation, especially towards the end. where We disagree about shit because um, I try to save that kind of shit for the end anyway. Um, And it was funny because people, some people were like, well, you were so nice to him. I turned the interview off. I was like, so you didn't even listen to the part about when he said he can't have men, can't have female friends. And we disagreed and we talked about it. Oh, y'all did. I'm like, well, shit, man, if you turn it off 10 minutes in. I mean, if you hate the dude that much, you do. I, I'm not telling you to, like, you have to listen, but.
0: Yeah, but for some you know, people, don't, if it's not an interrogation, they're like, what yeah. the fuck? Why do you have him on there if you're not interrogating him? It's like, th- he ain't on trial.
1: Yeah, niggas do not like him. I just know that. So, that's on him. Uh, after this interview, do you feel you understand Shabby more? Yes, I get it now. No, I still don't get his deal. Uh, 40% of people said they get it now. And 60% say they still don't get his deal. I did the interview, I still don't. Like, I get it. I really my theory is just that dude was really down on his luck and he just wanted he was desperate for a way to make money and to like get into the 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 the, the industry of, of something that didn't need a whole lot of money and or time investment and relationship coach anyone can do it anyone can do it. Uh, um, I think he relies on a lot of the same shit that the, the pastors on Sundays at your churches rely on. A lot of religion is in there. A lot of misogyny is in there. And for some reason, because he's got, uh, X amount of Twitter followers, people just keep going, Oh, okay. Well, you know, I guess I have to give this guy attention. But you know, I've looked at his Twitter and it's like, I, I want to say he's like following 20,000 people like that. That's a person with no power true you know it doesn't matter if a billion people were following him back the fact that you're like he's not reading those tweets though
0: like no way you can yeah
1: he doesn't respond to people that go in at him really like and and then like i said when you hear the interview and you hear people walking in and out of doors in a public library and shit like if if you can't get this sense of like okay this is a guy who's good at framing his image online Mm -hmm. but he's not really about this life How much more proof do you need? People have gone to events that he's like spoken at and nobody was there Mm
0: -hmm. and they still go on his Twitter to fight with him. And he actually did a Kickstarter. I don't think he reached his goal and things like that. But it's one of the things where because of the attention you give him, you actually make his persona bigger than it actually is because you keep giving his attention and he keeps riding off of it. And I don't blame him
1: yeah i think the other thing too is because i try to operate in a field of like nuance and not black and white a lot of people were very turned off by the fact that he's a human
3: he's not just a
1: he's not just a robot on the internet Hmm. he's not just a quote-unquote just a hustler like he also does have a son and when people take pictures of his son and put up jokes and memes about it when people you know, uh, talk shit about him being homeless like those aren't good things to do to another human being, no, even if you not. don't like that person. Right. Um, and I think people don't want to think about themselves as a bully. And I think a lot of people are turned off by this idea of man, maybe I've been piling on when I could have just ignored this dude.
0: Yeah. And also it's one of those things. I mean, you have talked about it before. There are a lot of people on social media and social network that have large platforms, small platforms, medium platforms and a lot of them are bullied, They, but they bully people in different ways, but when it comes to whatever they think should be bullied about, they want to speak about it. People bully people about their looks, people bully people about their food, people bully people about all types of stuff on the internet, but nobody wants to be looked at as the bully. Oh, it's acceptable in this situation, but not acceptable in this situation. It's acceptable, you know, as long as it's not one of my friends, but you talk about my friends, yeah I gotta go and run to their rescue, instead of looking at, regardless of the situation, it is a person and a human being behind these tweets unless it's a robot it is physically a person tweeting this shit out. and
1: it's it's a lot of like i don't want to be the bad guy even if people are using bad guy tactics right it's like yes. so am i tweeting at him and his mentions constantly? am i taking pictures of him and mocking him am i uh going to his live events to you know try to have a conversation with him and and post it on the internet? You're doing all this shit. If it, if this shit happened to your favorite blogger or your favorite feminist or something because someone disagreed with something she said, we'd be doing all kinds of, you know, hey, we, we gotta stop this harassment and the, 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 you're threatening people by showing up, wanting to confront them. But it's like, because people don't agree with his stances, it's okay. It's open season on that dude. I'm not even saying that you can't or can do that. I'm just saying I think a lot of people were turned off by the fact that the interview wasn't more of a troll type of shit where I was going to join in with the, hey, let's bully this dude. It's like I don't really care. I, like, honestly, I don't follow him on Twitter. I don't talk to him. I've never uh tried to get a response to him. I just don't care. Like, he's just a hustler that's doing what he's trying to do. You know, I think people only care because of what they think it says about them. But he has no power. He has no real power.
0: No, he does not.
1: Like he, you know, if he had real power, that nigga would been calling me on video from his limousine. You know what I mean? Like he just—it's mm-hmm. like he's at the library of a fucking like a bookstore or something. Great interview, Rod. I'm always surprised at how warm and welcoming you are in these interviews. Like they're a faucet, and you just turn on, turn them on unfortunately shot b is still on that old bullshit via problematic patriarchal ideals ideals if this is what he really believes then i feel sorry for his son and i really feel sorry for the girls and women his son is going to date in the future man i i feel sorry for a lot of these dudes um that you know follow this game plan like it's it's so misogynistic man it's so fucking um it it looks down on women so much. And like I said, it says so much about them. I'm not going to go through the whole thing again, but just, I think as black men, it says a lot about why people need fathers in their lives Mm -hmm. and like, not just fathers, but like fathers that are men that are stepping up, teaching them the right thing. Fathers that love the mothers of their children, because this is the shit that gets passed down. Like this, this kind of shit comes from people that haven't really seen love or it preys on people that haven't seen love, which is even worse. You know, maybe he had a good upbringing and he just decided, fuck it, I'm going to make this money my way. But, you know, I think when we talked about in the interview, you talked about having a strong mother and his mother raising him in the church and all this shit. So I don't know that he, you know, maybe he didn't have a father, you know, who knows. But uh I just think a lot of this shit comes from that, like a lack of a a strong person, a strong male in your life that loves somebody. True. You need to see that. You need to see how men love. So you can carry that on because you're learning that shit from an early age. Um, All right. We got some voicemails to play. Let's uh get to these. Let's do it.
4: Yo, what's good? This is London, man. Just calling. I haven't called on a regular voicemail in a while. Obviously, the last time y'all heard my voice was a couple weeks ago. Oh, wait.
1: I already played this. was, well, 26th. Right? Did I already play this? Yeah, I already played this, one, I think. Oh wait, no, I didn't.
2: Mm-mm. No, about about saying, right. I remember right.
4: this one. Yo, what's good? This is Lunatic Man. Just calling. I haven't called in you know, a regular voicemail in a while. Obviously, the last time y'all heard my voice was a couple weeks ago when me and Chill had our little, you know, MC battle. Shout out to my girl Chill. Um, but yeah, I just um calling real quick, man. You know what I mean? I just finished listening to uh, yesterday's Balls Deep. You know, and um, you know, great show. Just wanted to you know touch base again. You know what I mean? Say what's up to everybody out there. Verbally, say what's happening. What's up to everybody in the chat room? What's up to the whole black out Nation? Um, great week of shows once again. You know what I'm saying? Y'all always bring the heat. Um, I definitely agree with um, Negro Montoya on the, uh, the nomination of the realist moment thing. I think that was a, um, a hell of a moment that y'all had a few days ago talking about the love for the black women. I definitely want to piggyback that. Sisters, I love y'all. Always have, always will. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and definitely, y'all keep doing what you do out there. And us brothers out there that that really do love and support y'all, I think we should be a little bit more vocal about that than, than we have been because the, the minority, I believe, is the people who come out and bash y'all. But like in a lot of cases, you know what I'm saying, the minority is the one who's the loudest one. So those in the majority, we need to step up and actually say things a little bit more than we do. Um, but just wanted to say that real quick, you know, if y'all want premium, get on that premium shit. They got a lot of great content on there. You know what I mean? And um that's basically it for right now, man. So real quick call, just want to say what's up to everybody. Um, I see y'all for guest the race and all that good shit like we do. But um Robin Cam, man, y'all keep doing what you do, man. Many blessings to you, much success. And um, I'll let y'all soon. All right, Joe. Peace. Peace.
1: Thank you very much, man. Uh Litter Brothers, man. Uh, it has been a while since he called I a regular voicemail, man. I guess he's really trying to win that that feedback of the year two years in a row.
2: Yes, he is. Chill, better
1: step her game up.
2: Hey, Rod and Karen. How's it going? Owen. Uh, just wanted to uh, catch up a little bit. Hey, I, hey, uh, I haven't been listening to the show so much recently, so I'm going to throw some off-topic junk at you again, and I do apologize for that. But I was watching this show the other day. Trek Nation, pretty good. It's about Star Trek, you know, if you're interested in that thing. And uh, I'm at a convention, and I look at one of these Klingons, and I notice that he hasn't got the white makeup, uh, the brown makeup, all the way to the edge of his eyes. You can still see some white under there. And that made me realize, dressing up like a Klingon, or maybe a Ferengi, maybe, is that the only acceptable form of blackface? Like, you can actually get away with dressing up as a brown person that way, I think. Uh, you know, just let me know if you guys uh agree with that or if if uh if i'm off base, or if you already noticed that before anyways i'll just show you guys take it
1: easy. um i i don't know white klingons i i don't know i'm not a star trek nerd like that i don't know either um i i don't know i i i- i guess i i mean here's the thing about blackface okay you can do it's like the N word. You can do anything you fucking want to do. Um, the problem is that you will probably, um, get fucked up by somebody or disliked by other people. Um, and that might happen. I, I thought, you know, that, uh, you know, I think that people being Klingons or whatever, if they're wearing blackface makeup and that's common in the Star Trek universe, nice. I don't see why anybody would be upset about it. I'm pretty sure I've seen white Klingons, though. So if I was trying to go as a Klingon and I was a white person, I just fucking do it in a white way. Like I'm looking at pictures on um I'm looking at these pictures right now on uh no, they kinda morph
0: them into their natural on,
1: skin tone. On Google and yeah, everybody looks like they kinda have natural skin tone, doesn't like anybody's uh in blackface. So mm-hmm. I don't think you have to do blackface. Um but all all that being said though, um, let's be honest, man. Uh some of these costumes, people take it too far. Even if all the Klingons is black, just put that fucking bone thing on your fucking head and go like that. Like what is, why does you gotta go all the way the extra step to the blackface, man? Like what is, what is the allure of the blackface to these people? Well, they like, I need to be 100% authentic. Kanye West is black ah. and therefore I need to put brown shit on my face. By the way, never looks like the person.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Never looks like the person. So I don't know, man. I personally, I don't know enough about this geeky ass shit cause I would not go to this. I've never been to one of these conventions, but um, mm-hmm. if you feel a little bit embarrassed when you see a black person, you probably shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be the rule I would go by. So, if any black people were there and they saw that Klingon co- uh costume and your face turned red underneath that brown, then uh, it might have been fucking racist. Uh, next voice Hey, Rod and this is Howard. Uh, about the.
2: Them Thrones the episode. Good to have it back, by the way. uh Yeah, Jamie, that whole thing with Jamie Cersei. Yeah, totally creepy. Also, am I the only person who thought so? This is what happens when Tyler Perry writes fantasy. <laughs> yeah, horn
4: me for that one. Stay awesome.
1: All right. Oh,
0: that, that's it. Yep. Okay.
1: Mhm. So, uh, all right, man. Glad you enjoyed the episode. Me too. Last voicemail.
3: Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Coffee Light and Sweet, uh, also known as Gladiator in Harlem. I am a proud, brand-new premium subscriber. Yay! Yeah! I just wanted to drop you guys a quick line to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for what you do. Uh, Rod, I discovered you on um, Scandal Podcast with Jaha Knight. And I've uh, been hooked ever since with your, your brand of comedy, your brand of humor. Karen, love you. Love your spirit, your big southern heart. Love your accent. <laughs> Makes me smile. Thank and you. I wish you all the best. I see great things happening. Build that empire. Glad to be a part of it. in any way that I can, will always offer you guys encouragement. You're on to something big. Keep it up. Thanks. Bye.
1: Oh man, thank you you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, well, that's funny. She followed through immediately. Mm -hmm. Like we really read her five star review. Like, yeah, I'm gonna become premium too. And it was like, I'm premium now. What's up, players? Like, oh shit.
0: Yes. And uh, somebody sent sent us a tweet Mm -hmm. uh, a few days ago that said they've been premium for like nine months, which I'm like, wow, all in itself. I know. And they was like, and I just found out medium talk. That's that goes to show you how much. How much shit we got out there and how many different shows we got out there today, like, and a lot of people go, well, I, 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 I like sports, but you know what? I start listening to the cooking show, I like that too. Or, you know, I don't know nothing about nerd shit, but I like the nerd stuff or the movie stuff mm-hmm. or, or the TV stuff, so. It is a lot of stuff out there for you guys to enjoy. And we, we really do thank everybody going premium because you allow us to do the things that we do for you guys.
1: Yeah, and now that I've been on TV, I'm going to continue to put out premium content, even though I probably could leave it all behind and just become a TV <laughs> star, move to Hollywood, go out on my own. I'm not going to leave y'all behind like that, guys, because I oh, still no. love y'all. Do I need to y'all. be looking for divorce papers or something? Hmm? Uh, no, you not yet. Okay, no, don't, don't, don't leave me behind. I'm I'm trying to no. Out to move me out the I said, leave y'all behind. Okay. The, the, the unfamous. It's not oh. not just you. Um, oh, not just me. We Thank got a you. we got a couple emails too. Um, one of them is for them Thrones. Should I just save it for when Patrice is on, we'll or should we you. read it now? Depends um, on what
0: they're saying. Like, like if it's like I said, I'll, I'll read it
1: now. Maybe we'll read it again when Patrice is here. Okay. Jasmine writes in, "Hey guys, I recently found out about your Game of Thrones review show, and I'm sorry it took me this long." I've been watching Game of Thrones since the first episode. I have not read the books, but unfortunately, I work with a bunch of people who claim to have done so. This means that even when I attempted to discuss obvious key show moments, such as the death of Ned Stark, I would be met with condescending stares. Then they would proceed to hit me with lines like, well, if you read the books or yeah, I knew that was going to happen because I read the books. So after season one, I just stopped talking about the show with anyone at my job. Mm-hmm. But I love to listen to you guys discuss the show in a fun way that makes me want to go back and rewatch episodes. I have even gone back and listened to all your previous episodes of Them Thrones. I just want to say with the good work and thanks for making a show that I can relate to. Yeah, man. I think, um, us not reading the books mm-hmm. is key to the show being good. Cause honestly, I, I don't know why, um, people are so keen on reading ahead in the book and, Cause to me, that would take out a lot of the suspense of watching the show personally. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I like The Walking Dead is cause it's so far away from what the comics are doing. Me too. So it's not as predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why people get off on that. It's, I just can't relate to that mindset. More importantly, I can't relate to why they want to spoil it for other people.
0: Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, I per, me personally, I think it's an elite thing. I have read the book and you didn't. I know what's going to happen and you don't. You don't read, so you lazy. Like, like I really do think it's a way of people kind of turning their nose up at, at people that don't read, quote-unquote. Uh, but it's just one of those things where people might not want to waste the time to read 1,500 million pages. They might just rather watch an hour TV show a week and call it a day.
1: Here's the other thing I want to say. And uh, I just want to start off by being like, this isn't about everybody that reads a book. Most of y'all seem to be cool. Most of you do. Most of you guys get it, and you, you fit right on in. But um reading doesn't make you elite.
0: No, it does not.
1: All of us can do it. Mm-hmm. If I'm on Twitter, I can fucking read. I choose not to read the book. Not that I can't. Not that you're a better person because you have more free time on your hands. Between me trying to start a podcast, Empire, and playing basketball and playing video games, I have chosen not to read the Game of Thrones books. There's a TV show. I don't need the redundancy in my life. I would like to just watch the TV show. There's nothing wrong with me for that. And it doesn't make you better than me because you can choose to fucking read a book. I can choose to read. And it's not even a fucking complex book. It's a book about mystical fantasy lands and dragons. You didn't read fucking advanced physics. You didn't read something you can apply to your real fucking life. I'm as smart as you. And I did not read those fucking books. So calm the shit. It is not that impressive that you read the goddamn books. That is all, okay? That's crazy. And you gotta calm down. That shit is um, uh, the arrogance.
0: That's what. Like, is that on. where
1: we're at in America? Where motherfuckers are just like, I read, therefore I'm the best. Like, nigga, calm down. Anyone can read. Anyway. Uh P.S. When Dario Naharis killed the champion of that city and pissed on the arrows, the people of the city threw their hands up like jet fans watching Mark Sanchez butt fumble. Oh <laughs> yeah, they were
0: they, they was like, oh boo.
1: Yeah. It was like this nigga. <laughs> throw grapes at him in our fancy wines. <laughs> Why do we send Mark Sanchez out as the camp champion? <laughs> we got cheese thrown in him too. <laughs> and Cersei seems to be the only person hurt by the loss of Joffrey tywin started grooming her other son for kingship while staring at the body and jamie forced cersei into the most uncomfortable sex scene i've ever seen all next to joffrey's dead body yeah that was a very uncomfortable sex scene that was very much uh ike turner in the uh in the in the booth level Uh, um it was weird though that the creators i mean the director or whatever was like yeah we didn't see it as a rape it was it was consensual or something. It's like, man, no. you guys edited that wrong.
0: When she said no, like, that, anything beyond that. Yeah, this
1: isn't right. It isn't right. Like, it wasn't, I watched it twice, you know, uh, because, you know, you gotta do your research. Um, and the second time when I wasn't jacking off, I was like, look, oh, lord this, what, what? Uh, nah, but seriously, I watched it. There's not, there's nothing sexy about that scene. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Like, I thought that maybe that's what they were going for, but I don't know. I watched it twice, and I was like, I just don't see how you can read this as anything other than sexual assault yep. next to the corpse of her dead son. So, <clears throat> thanks for the laughs. This is by Ray from Funky Town, Fort Worth. Found y'all from Rise many appearances on Twib slash Blacken It Up. I need y'all for the breath of fresh air when I become part of the, as Elon would say, humanist liberal weekly and lose my ability to take a fucking Help. joke. Both you and Karen remind me of my cousins that live in Arkansas, and that's probably why I find it so easy to listen to y'all. So a couple of quick things I wanted to mention. I am a metalhead, so my knowledge of hip-hop slash rap is somewhat lacking. Every now and then, I can guess what the intro rhymes are, and if something like A Trial Call Quest, De La Soul, Biggie. However, most times, I can't figure it out. Any chance you could put the name of the song, what the name of the song is on the podcast episode? That's the treasure. Yeah, No. It's like an Easter egg, man. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. It's 2014. You could easily put those lyrics into Google and it will come up with the songs. Uh, cause I've done that before. But, um, yeah, it's like a little Easter egg, a little something for everybody, you know, um, sometimes I have something to do with the show. So most of the time it doesn't. And, um, it's, it's always just a fun time. So I don't want, and also that would be more work for me and I don't want to do more work. Um, uh, I want you guys to have to guess or wonder if you can figure it out. Or get excited
0: when you recognize it. Yeah,
1: I'm sure a lot of people have fun being like, I something tip of my tongue. I don't even want to look it up. What is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> on that episode with Elon, where y'all were talking about space, I've seen my dad punch his brother slash my uncle square in the face for reneging on his books. However, I've seen niggas get cut over some bones, aka dominoes. That shit is serious business too. Oh, it is. Bid yeah. whiz. a lot of shit. Yeah,
0: I've never played dominoes, but I heard that's the your tonk.
1: Yeah, Any game exclusively played at black get-togethers is the bit serious business. <laughs> yeah. Um. Lastly, Rod, I know you had a bad experience with ghost pepper sauce, but I swear, if you're ever in Texas, I have a, I have a ghost pepper enchilada recipe. that i won't be trying that will show you that it can be a worthwhile read not painful culinary experience sadly i won't be able to visit nc until next year smiley face well that's sad for you happy for me i'm not (laughs) i'm not eating that shit so save your ghost pepper sauce they probably won't let you get on a plane with it
0: yeah yeah pretty sure sure in the seat run a hole in the seat
1: yeah pretty sure that's terrorism yeah Anyway, y'all keep doing what you do, and I hope I can go premium after I get this paper, aka Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology, on May 11th. Thanks for getting me through this last semester, ja. Uh Ray, Ray from Funky Town, Fort Worth. Thanks, man. Thank you, sweetie. Last one from Titus K, uh Trojan Scooter. He says, uh alcohol for all. I'm writing in to say I stand with Rod. Alcohol for all. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see a guy snort alcohol off a of skin diamond's titties and hear Wesley Pipe say you like that shit bitch ah! you you just you like him slurring alcohol off you, your titty bitch uh t- karen, oh. karen's protest against alcohol was cute we all know she is pro alcohol because she makes drinks for the show come on karen think about the fun you could have you could take that sweet tea vodka to work and sit while listening to podcasts we need this <laughs> ah, Shit would get done great week of shows peace out uh, that's all of the feedback for this week, man. Thank you so much, guys, um, uh, for the, for the feedback. Um, all about you. We'll be back this week with a uh, whole bunch of shows. Uh, Monday, I think our guest is Chris Lambert uh, at nine. Uh, Tuesday, of course, Dem thrones. And, um, Wednesday, we actually have, um, uh, the crew from Breakfast for Dinner podcast. Woo-hoo! So, uh we'll we'll be back uh with full roster of guests and all that good stuff. Uh all kinds of stuff to talk about uh tomorrow. So, until then, I love you.
0: I love you too, baby. Mwah.